Welcome to Geek's Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. Duskiawong is an old English word, if you can believe that. No. That means to think on old societies. It literally tr- uh, means contemplations of the dust. Wow. Say can, it again? Can you spell it? No, because there's a lot of these things. Oh, oh. the weird. Yeah, 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 okay. Say it again. Duskiawong. Duskiawong? Mm-hmm. Interesting. It sounds like a cryptid. It really does. But don't go over there. Duskiawong live up in that cave. That's it's dangerous. You got what, winged like a bat. That's what it sounds like. And a face like a bat, it's a big bat. That's <laughs> what a Duskiawong is. It's got a fancy name, but it's a big bat. Eats mostly fruit. I love, like, there's so many cryptids that are just, um... Like, oh, there's this cryptid, and it looks like a porcupine, but uh, beware. But, but that's it. <laughs> and it and it has quills. The other thing it made me think of was National Treasure. Well, everything makes me want to steal the Declaration of the Independence. Declaration, Declaration of-, of the Independence. Speaking, we're not going to get to that later. We'll come back to Declaration of Independence. Uh, of the Independence. And I'm Cameron. Uh, oh, hashtag Geeks Corner. Sweet live. Go with your segue. That's right. We're yes. actually avoiding one segue and going to another one. Um, because of no. speaking about... You said it was speaking about past... Past live regression? No. It's no, really bad. <laughs> Don't do that. No. Um, we lost our definition. No, it doesn't fine. matter. Oh, anyway. oh, like, oh, oh that. contemplations of ancient civilizations. Yes. Ancient civilizations, we will be part of one at some point, and this era in Whoa. Disneyland. People are going to Renfair this. <laughs> you ever think about that? Whoa. do do I got my Walkman, it's lit. Yeet! As they have, I, I don't know what's the equivalent of like a meat stick today. When you started the Yeet-to-do, I thought you were going to do Starbucks it cup. as Starbucks Swedish cup. chef Renfairing modern. <laughs> Burgundy. <laughs> I want the Muppets to run fair current day, but in 300 years. Because the Muppets so are going to... So Muppets out. from space do something weird. Okay. Yes. It's it been a week works. of change at Disneyland Resort, and yeah. uh, this often happens this time of year, we should say up front, where um, it's true. summer is over, and with it, some entertainment tends to end, and that's happened it before. It is true. And uh, this year, we have said goodbye now to the Laughing Stock Company. We've also said goodbye to Pixar Monic. Let's start with Laughing Stock, though, because we've said goodbye to them before. Yeah. <laughs> Many a time. Which, it's kind of a weird and interesting thing, because they're, it's like this incarnation of Laughing Stock wasn't even really that it, close to the original so, incarnation, because they mixed it with kind of... A little bit of the musical numbers. This incarnation's of, only five years old. I don't think it's even that old, but yeah. Laughing Stock Co. is a Time Lord like the Master is a Time Lord, whereas the Main Street Electrical Praise is a Time Lord like the Doctor is a Time <laughs> Lord. It's true. Wow. And we're about to say goodbye to that one again too. Yeah, but that one will be back, probably for the fourteenth time, unless it goes to Florida. But like, then it'll still be back. Yeah, and the Doctor has also gone to other planets. That's true. Yeah. So, uh, Laughing Stock. Yes. The Master. Yes, it's been inside, it's been outside, it's it's had different characters yeah. through the years. It's been a woman. It it has been a woman. Um, Sally May. Poor Sally May. Oh. Yeah, that just got a moment of silence. <laughs> we all thought about it, like, oh, Sally May. Uh, anyway, right now there is zero entertainment at uh, Golden Horseshoe Saloon, which to me is actually the bigger deal than what the entertainment inside is. Because um, I'm actually going to be a little bit controversial <gasps> and say Laughing Stock didn't super fit in. It kind of fit in 
in Golden Horseshoe Saloon, mm-hmm. but it really wasn't a saloon act that you would traditionally see as the Golden Horseshoe Revier- Review was yes. for years. And then the same goes with Billy Hill and the Hillbillies. Hilarious in there, but if they were going to be authentic Frontierland 18 whatever year it is. They'd yeah. be a lot drunker. Uh, well, everyone would. And they'd be out of tune, and yeah. they wouldn't have had a bath in like two months. And like, you is know. That so you're accurate? saying I should start a show? I was thinking of what instrument you'd be playing, and then I realized it'd be the wash. wash it would, tub. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, is a very complicated instrument to yeah. play. I say, or it's uh, like the. I actually was starting jug? to like yeah. put the. Yeah, that'd be fun too. Then I start thinking of Andy Griffith show. Um, <laughs> we always go back to the Andy Griffith show. It's amazing how Bacon. many things are there. Yeah, it is our Kevin Bacon. But uh, what do you think about the end of this run of Laughing Stock Company? And do you think they'll be back in a? fourth or fifth incarnation i think something will come back i don't know if it'll even be laughing stock i don't know if that's going if there's going to be a new name i don't know but i do think something will come back because it's almost a tragedy to have this i do like that stage in golden horseshoe mm-hmm. um and it's sad to not have something there even if they had the, another piano like i would not want them to take away coat corner piano player. yeah but they did have, I remember Ragtime Robert was doing shifts in uh, the Golden Horseshoe yeah. when they were redoing, I think they were redoing that whole corner uh, when they were putting in Jolly Holiday. But um, yeah. I was going through some of his music today and I was like, oh, I forgot. He was on the Mark Twain for a while and he was also in uh, the Golden Horseshoe Saloon for a while. So I would be fine if they had a traditional kind of saloon piano player there and, you know, even like one singer, you know, like, because yeah. that's kind of traditional for a saloon. I just think a form of entertainment should be in the Golden Horseshoe. Especially saloon. since it says shows and then blank. Oh, it does say today's showtimes. What do you think, Cameron? Uh, I'm going to pick the worst option. You think there's going to be no entertainment? There, in there? will be entertainment, but it's going to be automated. Um, I don't. I think it's. I don't agree with either of you. Yeah, I'm betting that they're going to do something that's going to be appeasing yet completely automated and unnecessary to have a human element. I wouldn't be surprised if they make a Country Bears Jamboree reference and put a couple of bears in there, and smaller curtain, and put some seating more on the stage. Here's my prediction. I'm actually going kind of Cameron's direction, a little bit of yours. I think it will be a much more uh, scripted show that's not as reliant on human... uh, Human. uh, Human. There won't be a lot of creative space throughout the show, I'm going to say. It's not nearly as impromptu as something like um, like Laughing Stock. I think it's going to be based around Toy Story. So I think you will have a very, very charming, cute Jesse and Woody um, and maybe, uh, what's it, Bullseye. Okay. Uh, maybe a piano And still. the Prospector. Probably yeah. not. And um, he hasn't aged well. But, no. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think it'll be something around an IP like that, and they'll put it in there, and they're gonna be like, "Hey, it's Woody's Christmas Roundup," or something like that, and we'll get an announcement in the next uh, month or so, I would and die. and on November twenty second or something. Write that down, Bailey. I don't even know if that's the right day of the week. Like, I'm November twenty second is a Friday. It's also oh, okay. So then, yeah, Maddie's maybe. birthday. It could be a twenty second. It Mark could be down. the week before. Write that down. But that down. I can totally imagine sometime in November we get a Woody's Christmas Roundup type 
thing or next year at some point too it'd be very plausible um and then after that it's going to be a long december and there's reason to believe that maybe this one will be better than the last it is a counting crows reference um well done sir counting crows we're very well rounded here i think it's going to go to an ip like and i feel like that's the only one that's country that's yeah. Solid enough because um, the Lone Ranger surely didn't do well enough. Legend and, of Zorro. Uh, do they own that? It's in the um, college or not college band? Did you know band? That's Zorro the TV show. Oh, forgive. Legend of Zorro is forgive the movie, me. and I'm pretty sure that's a different company, and I don't think they forgive own that me. now, do they? There's a, a big Western thread for The Simpsons. Oh, there you go. Could you imagine? Could you believe? I, w- I, I would laugh very hard. I would actually go see it, The too. reason I say that is because an inside show like that for The Simpsons is the most contained way Disney could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's not there, it's going to be somewhere else very contained. For example, I doubt we're ever going to get a meet and greet Simpsons. I think there might be an issue, and in, in somebody online can correct me on this, there might be a rights issue for theme parks of Simpsons currently at Disneyland. Yeah. Um, overseas, it's a very distinct possibility. I actually think, as you were saying, it'd be great for um, what is it, the Diamond Saloon and oh, and Walt Magic Disney Kingdom World. at the Walt Disney World Resort, and that'd be good too. Um, but I do think that uh, I think as we're talking about it getting less and less um, improvisational, uh, I think that's what happened the last time we saw Laughing Stock go away was that it went away and then it came back a little bit more structured than it was. And it's time. continued to get more structured as yes. as it's been in this um, venue, and uh, that was an interesting noise. I don't like that. I don't know. That's a new one. That's a new. That's a new sound. That's a new sound. It's a new, um, we've never so heard that sound before. I'm actually gonna. At this moment, it. we heard something. I don't think laughing stocks coming back. Yeah, I'm betting it doesn't. I don't think in this carnation incarnation it is coming back. No, carnation cafe is a different. And Thank it, you. And it did come back. Um, <laughs> It did. Science. When they redid it all. History. All right. Other things that disappeared over the weekend. It was weird because it was Saturdays, too. Usually it's Sundays a lot of these things end. It threw off my whole week because I kept being like, oh, things are over. It is Sunday. And then I woke up the next day and I was like, today's Sunday? Is this Groundhog Day? It was weird. Are you Bill Murray? So, Pixarmonic Orchestra said goodbye on Saturday. And uh, it was was actually the more... um, emotional of the two departures of the yeah. day um the, there was some cute moments and it was a nice feeling for the end of laughing stock but there was more um there was more energy going on with with pixarmonic orchestra and i think part of that is just the whimsical nature and the um the connection the orchestra makes yeah um and the energy it has being you can just walk up to it, so it's not quite as it's not as structured. Also, in that regard, even though every word is scripted of, of the of the show, most words, and um, hmm? they do have a couple moments where they yeah, they they names and stuff. But um, anyway, it was a really great show, and it was really fun to see all of the current and former cast members that showed up for it. That was special, and and there were some bigger names in Disney entertainment music brass that were there. Um, including Bruce Healy, who I just think is one of the coolest guys on the planet. And, um, That's true. And that was cool to see that recognition and that send-off for this show. And um, really quickly, what's your favorite part of that show? It's hard. Uh, Cameron has something. Go. The percussionist breakdown. That, that is fun. Yeah. so good. Uh, I do love the chickens and adventures out there. That is fun, too. And, and I like the progression of Triple Dent Gum. 
Yep. Yeah. Like, that is just hilarious where it's fully energetic, and by the <clears> end, they're like, everything come. Ding. Yay. Yeah, I just think that's one of the most brilliant ways things they've done with that and it was it was a lot of fun um do you think this one's coming back yes i hope so uh if it doesn't it's gonna go down as the firefly of entertainment options i agree it's mm-hmm. it, it's one of the best shortest run shows i've at disney's had and the fact that it's um uh it's not only such a great show but it has powerhouse entertainers Oh, totally. And so many powerhouse entertainers. And every time it's different because those powerhouse entertainers are always, like, in different roles and swipping, yeah. swapping around. and uh, So and it becomes like a powerhouse neighborhood, like a power grid. And yeah. Uh, but it's always a completely different dynamic thing because well, you never know what you're going to get. And there was opportunities for the um, soloists to kind of do a bit of their own thing. Yeah. And so it was always super fun to see. Um, the I'm thinking talent. the saxophone solo in... Um, Incredibles is what comes to my mind specifically. Cause every a, time different. Yeah, it's different every single time. There's a couple clarinet solos, um, trumpet, trombone. Like It's such, such, such talented musicians. Well, and it gives each musician a chance to shine in their own way. Yes. So, like, I think the clarinet saxophone, since you're going with that, there's several of them that do it, and each of them have those things. It's like, you do this best. Yeah. And it wasn't like, oh, that's the good one, and oh, that's the bad one. It's like, oh, you're best at this part. Oh, you're best at that part. Oh, you're hilarious at that. You know, like. And there was a washboard. Yeah. There's a washboard. Bet you'd love one of those on Geek's Corner. No. Oh, so absolutely not. <laughs> Please don't. But that was one of those things that it was so funny because they bring out the washboard. And there's a washboard solo for a solid minute. Mm-hmm. And, and you, people are engaged. Say, and you realize how much goes into playing a washboard. Uh, and again, same thing. It was always different. And there was different ways that they tweaked it. And it was always fun to see mm-hmm. what someone else is going to do. And I really hope this show comes back. It's and always a, a big bluegrass joke, by the way. Washboard is one of the hardest instruments to play it in the really day. It really is. But it says, oh, it's a harmonica. Harmonica's a, you can't mess up on a harmonica. It's all the right notes. It's fine. <laughs> you know, woo! That's it. Not true. Um, one thing I did notice on Sunday walking by, even though they've turned it into a meet and greet location, which it's a great meet and like greet location. Oh, it's a wonderful I mean, it looks wonderful. Um, you can't actually get a wide enough shot to really make it worthwhile, but um, it's still a nice door. Maybe without iPhone 11 Pro. Maybe, but um, not with where they had the queue. Burr. The queue was like right up against it. Burr. But um, <laughs> I did notice the sign was actually built into the wall. Yep. The like sign for the Pixar Pixar Harmonic, Harmonic. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I, I I was realizing, like, I think this show started out for Pixar Fest. And yes. then they realized how popular it was. And, like, let's make it more important than it is. Well, because that space was originally supposed to be a mini theater that you could go in. And I think it was going to be a store slash theater thing when they originally unveiled plans for uh, Pixar Pier. But, you know, those things always change. Because it started at Paradise Garden. And then, uh, which was great. It was such a fun, and actually, we saw. I like it better there. The first lead that we saw uh, on the first day of Pixar Fest, we actually saw close the show, which yeah, was, which was very fun. Hats off to you. It was so it was, fun. It was nice um, bookending of the show for us. Yeah, and it was it was super fun. But yeah, and it was just one of those things where I don't know that anyone expected Pixar Monic to go past Pixar Fest. Yep. But then they were like, "Oh, we've got something amazing on our hands." Let's then, hope they realize it again. Let's say, well, and they started choreographing a couple months ago, and so I just, and maybe even with a new set list. 
like, you know, maybe add some fresh Pixar songs. I don't know. I just want to see it come back. Ooh, what Pixar songs would we add? That is a good question. I'm trying to think of ones that they haven't already done. Yeah, I'm trying to think of different ones that are... Uh, I'm trying to think of what Pixar movie... Because they've hit Incredibles. They haven't hit Cars. Yeah, that's true. Well, there's <laughs> yeah. one song they could do from that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh-huh. The other one's depressing. Um, yeah. You um, could do the Ratatouille fast song. I was thinking Ratatouille. I was, I was thinking it would be really fun. Like, you could do actually both songs, like the pretty one and then go into the... Um, in well, that would be a good instrumental the feature. Race. Yeah. 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 Um, the other one... Did they do anything from from Up? Yeah, Adventure yes. is out there. No, I mean, like, the other part. Because you could switch it. Yeah, Get they, rid of Adventure is out there and do the Up theme. Yeah, they could. I just feel like that's so well represented in every... Yeah, the park. sure, but it'd be cute. It would. Oh, it would be so cute. There are um, other songs in Brave they haven't done because yeah. they did touch the sky. I think in this one they did. Yeah, um, yeah. but they, there's other ones. I guarantee you, I'm gonna be falling asleep tonight, and my eyes are just gonna open, and I'm gonna think That's of the song. That's the song. Yeah, it's gonna happen. I'm just trying to think of the Pixar movies that would be good for that. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, that is hard. Let us know in the comments or on Twitter what you think would make for a great set list for a Inside revamped. Out. Picks. That makes me anxious. I know the. Um, um, no, it's not just that one. They have Trouble and Gum already. That music. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, we discussed the bum bum ba da ba dum bum. That song always gets me. Like, he wrote it, and it makes him anxious. I don't know what you're talking about. <coughs> All right, uh, continuing on with the theme of things saying goodbye to. The pain of the past. Huh? We don't need to feel, oh, it, feel it anymore. anymore. Um, we now know that the Ooh. Muppets appear to no longer be on the schedule for Magic Kingdom's entertainment list um, after uh, September 30th. So uh, it appears that uh, no, the Muppets present the Muppets or something there. The Muppets present great moments in American history will no longer be uh, happening at Liberty Square. What do we think about this one? I mean, here's we know what she thinks. So, oh no, I want Katie's opinion. I'm in mourning. I am it's in evening. It is yes, fair. Um, I don't know what time it is anymore. If it's all just dark, so it's all morning to me. Um, <laughs> this is the most emo lyric I've ever heard in my life. It's all dark, so it's all morning to me. Thank you. I'm starting um, my next pop punk band. So the Muppets. I am so upset. I um. So there was a rumor going around the internet, and I try to ignore the rumors that I see on Twitter because I say but no. But then you do good reporting, and you start looking at things that Disney's actually putting out. Well, yeah, and I saw the rumor, and then I saw that it wasn't just a rumor, and I saw that I looked like same way we found out about Pixar Monic and Laughing Stock. We looked at the entertainment schedule, and we just saw it was gone. Um, and which is an interesting way for Disney to do it. Because a couple of years ago, they would have made a big fanfare about, this is the end of Pixarmonic Orchestra. Everybody yeah. go see it one last time. And it's weird. And so I'm wondering if, with the shows at uh, Magic Kingdom that are ending, I wonder if they're going to make any announcement or if they're going to continue this trend of just... I feel like it's just going to go. Good night, sweet prince. Um, I feel like it's almost a safety thing at this point because I agree. Too many people. Yeah, the, if they yeah. if they make the big announcements like they've done in the past, there's already too many people many times. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, you're right. <laughs> but I'm just sad because um, I didn't get a chance to say goodbye to that show, and I love that show, and it's yeah. I'm just I'm really really upset. Um, 
and I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> All right, Cameron, you pick sad. it up. I never got to see it. Oh, that makes me more sad. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did watch an excellent video a couple of times of it. Um, did you see both versions or just the one? I've only seen one. So. Oh, you need to watch both. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's writing that you will very much appreciate. Well, you already well, saw yeah, one, so, so you know it. But a, it, it's quintessentially Muppet, which is nice. Because it um, hasn't happened a lot lately. Yeah, that, that's the point. It's It actually feels like something that could have been pulled directly from an Hens- a Henson script. Yeah. Yep. Um, which is nice. Um, moreover, it's live actors and artists doing things, which there are not enough of. Um, and that is going to be one of my big stickler points, while I understand completely why Disney wants to make things a little bit more controllable, and those pesky humans are a little bit out of control. Um, that's also where artistry happens, uh, and that's a shame to not have that as much. Do you think it's interesting, too, though? Like, one of the things that I've always thought that makes Disney distinctly Disney is the entertainers. Yes. That was true um, for a very long time. Yeah, and and as we see uh, Disney kind of pulling back from that right now, and I'm hoping it's kind of a knee-jerk reaction due to Galaxy's Edge not getting the numbers they hoped it would get this summer. And, and that we'll see as things improve, more things come back, just like we saw with Pixar Fest, with Pixarmonic showing up and other things like that. But it is interesting to note that Disney is pulling back on entertainment right now, which there's still a lot there, but you've got Universal just up the road, and you've got Knott's Berry Farm oh, I was gonna bring literally up next door. Yeah. And they're killing the live entertainment. They, they are, and they're doubling down on it. I was going to say, in every way that Disney is cutting, I feel like for everything Disney cuts, Knott's adds something. Like, there. I half expect to hear at the Christmas announcement for Knott's Merry Farm, like, and we got this fun little orchestra that we put together that's going to be over here. And we play in all your favorite Peanuts hits. Exactly. And I could totally imagine them doing that yeah. because... And here's this wacky xylophone. Uh, ah! You look like they took mad tea parties over there. They've got it's Billy Hill and the Hillbillies over there. They've got a ton of, um, of the old actors that used to just be roaming around the parks are now over at Knott's Berry Farm. And then you go up the road to Universal and they've got their singers... Um, yeah. in in um, uh, Hogwarts and you know like they've got all of and these the character actors at Universal and the character actors fun. and it just seems like they're all doubling down yeah and and I almost want to I don't want to say they're smelling weakness in the water because I don't think that's actually there no but it is like they're they're seeing this like people want entertainment we're gonna give it to them and I know lots of people that spent their summer at Knott's Berry Farm following the band as opposed to Disneyland, where we would normally be watching other things together. Well, and I feel the interesting thing is that I was going to say 15 years ago, but even 10 years ago, I feel like Knott's didn't have a bad reputation, but Knott's kind of had the, oh, that's the not Disneyland. It was the kid, it was the kid brother. Like, it was yeah, and it was like, like if you like roller coasters, okay. go there, but you're not going to have a lot to do. But I feel like Knott's has really, especially in the last five years, come into its own right completely. Yep. Um, it's not just the scary farm park anymore. It's. Uh, I'm actually curious to see how far that lasts. Um, I've, this is. A, we'll talk about this maybe next week. But yeah. Um, I noticed distinctly this year at the media event to preview Knott's Scary Farm a very different approach to how they're doing this. Yeah. 
and some of the things that are going away and some of the things that are being introduced. And we're all three going to be there. So we can have a great conversation about this next week. Um, I will be curious to see where you think Knott's is taking Not Scary Farm moving forward because it's definitely changing and I will be interested to hear your guys' feedback. Now, I don't know what direction you're saying, but this is me making my amazing predictions. Prognostications. Um, Universal's doing a real good job of being super adult scary. I'm betting Knott's doesn't go that direction anymore. I'm betting you're right. Well, yeah. Diversification of markets, yo. Economy. It'll, it'll be yes. interesting. Well, I also just think there's so many people that used to be at Disney running knots now yeah. that they're going to go to what they know they can win at. Well, and um, and well, that's going to be part of it also. So speaking a little bit larger, uh, we're, we're talking about uh, live entertainment as being a particular kind of draw, which it is. Yes. Um, but I don't think it's a gain or a loss. I think it's a choice in focus for all the companies that are doing it, Disney included. Uh, Disney is using the law of large numbers for entertainment right now, uh, which is to say they're such a worldwide global brand that having things that have niche followings, like live entertainers, yep. uh, isn't as beneficial to them because they can make just as much money, if not more, entertaining a larger group of people one time rather than a small group of With people several times. a parade or a phantasmic. Yes. Or a, yeah. So they're going more in that direction. And on the other hand, um, weighing against the other supply and demand side of things are people like Knott's realizing that having a niche audience that is committed to the things that are yeah, there is also life. extremely beneficial and in many ways more controllable. Yeah. Um, Disney is setting itself up, and this is speaking doom and gloom, but they're setting themselves up for one really big mistake really hurting them, um, which but, is I unlikely. Think, but I, th I think there is a chance, though. Yeah. Um, you did notice that Fantasmic is closing over at Tokyo. Yeah. Um, that's not saying it was a mistake, but it is saying there's a recognition that these things aren't all powerful. And um, and I do think you're right. Is that There always is that chance of a parade not hitting or fireworks not being everything. Like I thought, if you'd asked me a few months ago, we'd still be watching Mickey's Mixed Magic right now. And um, I mean, like it or not, like I just assumed I agree. it would have a longer shelf life than it did. And, and the part of me wonders if we're actually seeing repercussions today of decisions made last November or October that set the pace for the year. And and the little, I don't know what to call them, little niche entertainment, I don't think are maybe as crucial to Disney right now, but it does make up part of what Disney is and part of that feel of value of like, oh, well, I had a crummy spot for the parade, but I did get to see Mickey Mouse dance with, with a band over here. You know, like, it kind of makes up for some of these things. But I think the most interesting thing is if you talk to anyone that was around summer of 2014 and you talk about Legends of Frontierland, that was, it was such a wild summer and I think people loved it and it was something so special that they got to be a part of. And then Disney just did not pursue it. They said, oh, that was a great summer. Everyone had fun at Legends of Frontierland. They did great. pursue it and they spent billions of dollars on it. It's now back behind Frontierland. Um, anyway, but yes, but, but they, they didn't. Tonality does they not didn't exchange. follow it. Yeah. They didn't follow through in the way that made that work. But I agree. They lost then Knott's Berry yeah. Farm picks up Ghost Town Alive, and it's magic. Weird how that happened, right? <laughs> but it's. Uh, I was amazed there was no lawsuit. To be completely honest, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, isn't it almost the same thing? All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so all this to say, it's it's always interesting watching the ebbs and flows of things that happen at at Disney 
And I actually think that while we're seeing kind of an ebb of the tide of entertainment in those smaller groups a little bit, there's still a ton. Like yeah. most oh. of the breakout groups are there. Um, five and Dime is going. Five and Dime is currently there. Yeah, Bootstrappers are there in that that connection. Amazing. Bootstrappers. That's one of the. But most... that was the one. I was like, oh, that one's gone for I sure. I feel like even there's APs that don't know the Bootstrappers exist. Yeah, I was talking to people inside. Never heard of it. Yeah. Um, Coke Corner is still there with the piano. Dapper Dan's are still around. There's still a ton of entertainment. So yes, we are nitpicking a little yeah. bit. We are. But it's also because they are the things that have made Disney extra magical. And like you think of the life that came to Liberty Square when the Muppets came in. Whereas before, it was always just a place you passed through on the way to Haunted Mansion. Or you went to Hall of Presidents for AC. Or you went to Hall of Presidents for AC. But it was never a destination location. And when you see the Muppets start telling you the Declaration of Independence or the the Midnight Ride of Paul Revere, everybody stops and yeah. looks up, and the whole area suddenly becomes alive, and it's it's a place to experience something. All right, um, we're gonna move on from that. We can do a whole show just on that alone, and we kind of did. But very quickly, the new pedestrian bridge opened from Mickey and Friends and Pixar Pals walking over to uh, uh, downtown Disney District. Um, what do you guys think of this? Very briefly, I will say I love it and think it's really awesome. And I wish yeah, they'd done it. I disagree. <laughs> I just wish they'd done it earlier because it's it's really brilliant. It's and very very cute. I just think they need to figure out the um, security checkpoint. It's kind of bottleneck right now. Yeah, yeah. I it's at the end of the pedestrian walkway instead of before the pedestrian walkway. So you get over it and then you get to downtown Disney and then you have to go through a baggage check there and. Yeah, it's kind of what I assumed would happen. Uh, yeah, which is fine. I just think that uh, there's... I think that's the biggest complaint I've seen about it so far. But I, I think the bridge itself is lovely. I almost knocked that over. Yeah. Sorry, Spock. <laughs> I think Disney will adapt to that as they see people. If people are actually using that area, they're going to add more. Like, it won't be a Definitely. Um, they've done a fantastic job everywhere else with security. Cameron? Uh, there are certain people, cough, cough, Mr. Daps, cough, cough, that if you try to make them stand still when they don't want to... It's hard. Um, so having an option for them to start walking immediately, um, rather than standing and waiting, despite it probably taking the same amount of time. It actually does take the same amount of time. It's a wonderful option. It's Whether nice you walk. have a toddler or, or a Mr. Dabs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, final thing. We got a first look this week at the Disney Skyliner, which opens in two weeks. Yeah. Uh, and, uh... Yum. It looks like they are uh, they are going to have air going through them with the windows pretty well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Unless they used fans or something, but it looked like it was legit. And they coated them in Frozen logos but it so looks, that you know they're cold. It looks really fun. It's a, like, it's a psychology trick. My yeah. takeaway with that was, like, I can't wait to go on it. And it kind of is a blast from the past blast. of Skyliner, or of uh, Skyway, and yeah. the Sky Buckets that, that are no longer here or at Magic Kingdom. And I can't wait to experience them. Um, what do you guys think? It's going to be great. I like things that eat people. Yeah. It's my favorite thing in the world. And I am curious the amount of lines for these. Yep. Or if there will be. That's it. And I love uh, resort transportation. Yep. Like, um, I'm very interested to see how... You it, like those new buses that they've put different characters they're on. They're so cute. Um, especially Epcot and Hollywood Studios, because I yeah. do love the Friendship Ferry, but sometimes it does take a little bit longer, because you do have to stop at Boardwalk Resorts. It's long no matter what. Like, there's yeah. no quick way. It's quicker to walk. Definitely. Oh, it actually very much is quicker to walk from Epcot to Hollywood Studios. Hmm. But, um, I think... It's how you can see the fireworks at Hollywood Studios, take the walk around, and catch eliminations for well, two more weeks. As I say, we... Well, then Epcot forever. Um, 
but I am very excited to see the views from the Skyliner. I think that'll be very fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah. You think I, you're going to be folks trying to time it for shows? Oh, very possibly. Yes, I, uh, imagine. I mean, I'll probably be one of them. I'm like, if I get on right now, I might see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> will there be. How long a line do you think there'll be? If any. I'm, or will it even I not? don't think that there will be as long of lines at the actual um, resort properties. Just like, at the, just the parks? The, yeah, just okay. the parks. Yeah. So take a bus to your resort, get on there. Yeah, it's uh, Art of <clears throat> Animation Coronado Springs. Sure. Is that what the two are? I don't remember. I just it's at article. two hotels. I don't know which. All right. You should go to thegeekscorner.com. That's thegeekscorner.com. I assume you're there already watching it now. Hi. You never know. <laughs> Redundancy is very important. Watch us. Shoot at appsmagic.com. Check out all the Disney and geek news as it happens. See our full review of the Oogie Boogie Bash. And find our Patreon and subscribe to our mailing list. And make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel. We've got a ton of videos going up this week in particular because of the Halloween party there. The Halloween party at Nuts uh, Scary Farm, which will be uh, fun. I think it will be a lot of fun. We'll see. Fun. Um, anyway, we hope you have a fantastic week. We are out of time for tonight, so we'll see you around the corner. Bye. Bye.